0: Welcome, let's jump right into the stories. First story, is this the norm in North America? Hmm. We are originally from South Asia and hosting or feeding people lavishly is a big part of our culture. We've recently moved to North America and are a bit confused by the culture. One of our friends invited us and another couple over for swimming at their pool yesterday along with our respective kids. About an hour into swimming, they served a small platter of kebabs and bread, which was quickly polished off. Towards the evening, the hostess told her husband that she heard one of the kids complaining to his mom about a stomach ache because he's hungry and suggested that they order some food. The host proceeded to go into their pantry and pull out half a bag of animal crackers. Yuck. As those were also quickly polished off, it was clear that the kids were still hungry, including their kid. The host then made each child a toast with peanut butter. The child with the stomach ache ate his entire toast, his brother's toast, and half of my daughters, but no one offered to make him or any of the other kids new toast. As we left, I was a bit disturbed by the experience. The couple hosted us very warmly, allowed our children to play with all their kids' toys, and consistently offered us beverages, but I was a bit disturbed and confused by this experience. If I were in that position, I would have instantaneously whipped up a quick meal for the kids or ordered some pizzas, but I found it strange that they didn't do the same, especially since they are not financially strained at all. I've had a few experiences like this, attending a first birthday where there was no cake for any child except a smash cake for the birthday boy, going for playdates where the only snacks served are the ones I take, etc. And I'm starting to wonder if it's my expectations that are the issue and if the culture around hosting is truly that different in North America. Hmm. First of all, can I just say... Children's parties are not my favorite. I, I, like, they are not my favorite. I think, uh, yeah. And so, yeah, this problem is, is a problem for some and, and, and not so much for others. I don't think it's a North America issue. I think this is just, some people are just bad at hosting parties. Some people, uh, aren't really great at planning things out. They, they aren't really detail oriented. So when you skip on the details, then, then you make really ridiculous mistakes like not having enough food for the kids or uh, you just don't realize that it's not cool to have cake for just the birthday boy or birthday girl for them to smash their face in and just sc- grab it all over or whatever it is. I don't even know what, what you're supposed to do with a smash cake, but, I mean, that seems, I guess, you know, like the pie in the face. I, like, I don't know when this started, but, um, you know, that's uh, – it's I don't know if it's cultural though. I mean, I don't cultural to well North America. It's a a lot of countries, so it's not North America. If you're in Mexico, I got to say, you're you're going to a real party where you're getting taken care of. And if you're going to a party in say San Antonio where I'm from, you are going to a party with tons of food and and you're you're, you're going to be stuffed. They're sending you home with food. Uh a lot of the parties I went to when I was growing up, whether it was, you know, I mean not just Hispanic people, but black people, white people, you're, you're, you're getting taken care of. And just because someone seems like they have a lot, uh, because they spent a bunch of money on their home, they could be house poor. Uh, you, you really just don't know. I like for me, if I go to a party and they're not taking care of people with food, those are just things I just make a mental note of like, well, these people aren't really the most generous, right? I think there's a question of, are they doing, are they, Throwing this party for themselves or for others. So someone who's generous is going to, is going to do it for others. They're going to say, how can I make this experience something that's epic and memorable? Not just for my kid, not just for, for us, you know, not just to help us get more friends or, or get more buzz about our coolness and, and our power coupleness or whatever it is that some of these people are, are aiming for. They're asking, how can I, make this Saturday afternoon where I asked people to show up to give up three, four, five hours of their time to celebrate my child, how can I make this experience so great that they're gonna be like, wow, I'm I'm so glad that we took three four five hours out of our day to spend time with these people because they truly seem like they care about us. And if they're not doing that, um, you know, I'm not mad. There's no reason to be upset. It's just, hey, you know, Live and learn. Don't, don't go to their party again. Um, uh, you know, I, I think it's a, I think it's a, a great way to not, I'm not picking my friends based on whether they throw good parties or not, but I'm, I'm going to keep these things in mind, I guess. And then I guess the, the part about comparison, what this poster on Reddit would have done, she said she would have, you know, whipped up a quick meal for the kids or ordered some pizzas. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe they can't cook. I mean, I'm going to say that they couldn't cook because what did, what was the meal? A small platter of kebabs and bread. So basically we went with the most basic, easy thing to make. And then when they, it turned out that they didn't plan and prepare properly, uh, they went for the toast <laughs> with peanut butter, the toast with peanut butter. That's not a meal. I, I can't even call that a, I guess it's a snack. Um, but the reality is kids running around. Are burning up a bunch of energy and they already need a ton of energy to grow anyway. So then you, you put on top of that exercise and play and all that. Uh, yeah. Peanut butter and toast is not going to cut it. You need some animal protein y'all. Uh, anyway, so yeah, what would I do? What would, what other people do? I think they'd all be different, but I'm, I'm over planning. I'm going to have extra. I think that if you're planning a party for your kid, uh, don't be that person who's like, you know, potluck style, that's I mean look if you if you can't afford it totally cool if your friends just want to help totally cool but for me personally when friends I invite friends over for brunch hey what can I bring yourself bring yourself bring yourself and be hungry when you do it that's 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 what I want you to do because I'm going to whip up something awesome uh something kind of made up based on some recipes and it might go great. It might be terrible, but I'm going to put a lot of effort in. And I think that's all that matters. I think people notice when you put in effort and usually when you put in your 100 percent effort, it turns out great. Even if you're not a great cook, even if you're not a great host, when you put in effort, uh, everything works out. And I think that's just like with with anything. Uh, so. So, yeah, Um North America. Is this the norm? I also just enjoy that this woman said North America because we in the United States do not refer to where we are as North America. Uh, of course, it's America. So that's a little ignorant, but that's what we do. Uh, next story. I finally get what my parents have always told me. I have a sweet seven-month-old, and I feel like since he was born, I finally understand what my parents always told me. They tell me they love my sister and I so much, et cetera, et cetera that we wouldn't understand the intensity of it unless we chose to have kids one day. This was never said in a rude way, just factual. And I always thought they were exaggerating, but damn, they were right. I can't believe how much love or how much I love my little guy. It almost hurts or aches. I was sitting with him and my mom the other day and just kind of realized, wow, my mom really does love me. This overwhelming parent-child love I feel is how she also felt about me and my sibling. It just made me really appreciate my parents even more. And watching them become grandparents and absolutely adore my son and help me out wherever I need it. It's just been such a joy to watch it all. Same with my in-laws. I realize I'm very lucky and not everyone has this experience or relationship, but it's given me such a new perspective on my own parents that is so sweet. All right, y'all. So if you've watched... Enough episodes of parent, like an athlete, you know that a lot of the stories are not as heartwarming. They're not as positive, but we love positive stories. I, I love positive stories. This one, when I first read it, uh, I teared up a bit. You know, it, it's uh, it, it resonated. It hit. You know, my my parents. My dad was very different from my mom. I mean, just much like every person is different, but my dad was was the one that was was very you know, loving and affectionate, you know, he'd hug us a lot. He'd give us like kisses and, and, and he'd tell us how much he loves us. And my mom, you know, it was rare that she would tell us that she loved us. And, and I never really resented that because I feel like I recognized how she loved in the way she approached, uh, taking care of us Four kids. She sacrificed a lot of her, her time at home, uh, taking care of us, teaching us to read, teaching us all the things that we need to know to the point where, you know, all four kids college educated uh you know two of us played sports on an elite level in college I played in the NFL and none of that would have been possible without my mom making like tremendous sacrifices and uh, you know the the meal from the meals she cooked from the time spent breastfeeding all that stuff that a lot of people just really unfortunately don't have time to do these days you know my mom did it so didn't hear I love you a lot but like I I felt the love and I always knew that that she really cared even when she didn't seem like it. And with my dad, it, there was never a question. It was, it was just constant telling us how much he loved us. Even, you know, there were times he had to discipline us, but uh, it was there. So, you know, I, I feel like, uh, I expected to understand what this woman is understanding before our son was born. And, and to a certain extent I did, but then once he was here, it, it just took on, it, it went to another level. And, and those of you who are parents, uh, know what that what that feels like. And those of you who are expecting, you'll find out. Uh, And it's, it's the real deal. It's, it's something that's so powerful that it really kind of steps in, in those moments where, you know, your desire for like yourself and what you want in the moment, what you wish would be happening with your time and how your day would go out, would work out. It just evaporates when you see the, the joy and enthusiasm and excitement for life, in your child's eyes, and your child's like mannerisms and body language, and and just the way you know he or she wants to be around you. So uh, I absolutely love this story. I, I don't feel an aching or pain over the joy like this woman, but it's a uh, it, it it truly feels like this unbelievable blessing, and it flies in the face of a lot of the the negativity that you hear from people about their experience having kids. So much of of what, oh, there's a bee. I was watching Sesame Street with my child and uh, there was this bear who was afraid of bees, which is kind of hilarious because I don't think bears are really afraid of bees. Um, and then the fairy used a spell to try to make the, bee, the, the bear not afraid of bees, but then she accidentally turned the bear into a bee along with his friend who was a human. And they ended up being uh commissioned by a bee to come work in a beehive and it was it's hilarious i love sesame street that's just a little side comment right there love sesame street that was one of the things my mom had me watch when i was a kid helped me a ton and i mean they've just upped their game i love it anyway um the negativity the negativity that you hear is it's rampant and and i get it to I, i understand the reasons why there we we live in a society speaking of like that last story is there an issue with North America? It's it's we've got an issue in America, uh, when it comes to true appreciation for family, where where we say we care about family values, but we will not give people the time to just be off from work, to be with their family, to raise kids, to 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 make sure that they have the nourishment that they need. There's this there's this culture of just hurry, 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 rush, rush, rush from one task to the next, with the overall goal of of like your personal happiness and, and your personal enrichment. And the reality is uh, chasing after happiness is going to lead to misery because we were not put here for our happiness. That's not, that's not what we're here for. If you believe that, then, you know, I'm sorry. Um, Debate me, drop a comment. You know, I'd I'd love to, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Um, We're not here for our personal happiness. We're not here for our personal enrichment. We're here for uh, the relationships around us we're here to to enrich the lives of others and there is no no greater thing that you can do than the enrich, enrich the life of your child and you feel it right inside of your your soul and your gut it is it's evident and um i love it i absolutely love it i would never i'd, I'd never trade what i have for anything in the world um yeah so heartwarming y'all uh shout out to all y'all taking care of your kids and showing them massive love and attention and affection and also discipline because discipline is also love. Last story. Would you allow and or encourage your child to pursue a career in elite sport? Prompted by a conversation with another dad over the weekend. Assuming that you believe that they had some sort of realistic chance at making it, would you encourage your child to try to pursue a career in elite sport? I've a few mates who either tried to or did make it in sports when they were younger. A couple of Olympians, a couple of professional cyclists, one pro footballer. Apart from the footballer, none of them made any significant money doing so, and about 50% of them hated it in retrospect. Partly the hard work, but mainly how it consumes the rest of your life and cut of the culture. Hmm. My opinion is that I would discourage my child to do something like that, although if they were dead set on it, I would regard it as ultimately their choice. This is partly due to my experience trying to make it in the arts before eventually quitting due to lack of talent. I love this question because it's an opportunity to address the real problem and it's fear. This guy is trying to figure out if he should encourage his child, if the child has talent and the capacity to to, to pursue professional sports and and he's basically, you know, going off of other people's experiences and and their negative experiences and then his negative experience pursuing arts and and not, not doing so great because he didn't have the talent. Um, so number one, I mean, I played in the NFL for about six years and I loved it. I would never, ever, ever trade that for anything in the world. But I had teammates who didn't love it. I had teammates who didn't who seemed like they didn't want to be there. It didn't matter like the money money doesn't matter, right? If you're doing something you don't love, if you if you don't enjoy it, like if you're say for instance American football, if you don't enjoy hitting people or getting or or you don't have a problem getting hit, then it's not going to be great for you. You can play for years and it's just going to be pure misery and you're most likely doing it because someone wants you to because you're you're people pleasing so my advice to this dad and other dads and moms out there who have a similar question you know it's it's really just hey if this is what they want to do if they want to pursue this and if they're putting energy and 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 they've got passion for it then like by all means support them encourage them uh you know lift them up when they've got when they're down when they're hurt when things aren't going the way they want just don't pressure them to do something they don't want to do, right? Because that's making it about you. And I think this whole thing where, where, you know, you're worried about, well, what if they fail? What if they don't have the talent? What if, what if it turns out that they're not good enough? Again, you're making it about you. It's not about you. It's just not like it does not, how you feel about how they might feel if they fail it's not about you we as parents our job is not to keep our kids from failing our job is to help them to strengthen their minds so that they understand that failing is a lesson it's an opportunity to grow it's it's nothing personal it has nothing to do with who they are inherently it's okay to suck at something because it means that you have an opportunity to grow like that's exciting that's like the that's the cool part about being alive. You know how much it would suck if like everything you did, you were just like perfect at it. How boring. I mean, like, like it, it seems like it would be awesome if like, oh yeah, everything I do, it's just magical, right? Like if I started this YouTube channel and then I posted like three videos and I've got like 3 million subscribers, it sounds cool, but like life is boring without friction, without without frustration, without without some pain, without a little conflict. I'm walking out of any movie that doesn't have conflict built into the plot. Like it's the most boring story. It's always boring. So, so it's just life. So do not shield your child from life, from a full life. Let your kid experience some pain, some frustration, some failure, some loss and be there to help them understand that it's going to be okay. That this pain is, is not permanent. It's temporary and everything's just fine. So yeah, uh, sir, in, england somewhere maybe you're not watching this but and i actually commented already so hopefully he he saw my comment uh but sir and others like you uh forget about what happened to you uh and, and oh you know what i'm gonna leave you with uh with something and it's uh it was our in high school it was like our our motto and i and I forget exactly if it's like it's like Philippians like four fourteen through sixteen or something. I'm not sure if I have it right exactly. But we carried a, this verse around with us in our wallets, and it goes something like this. I might get it wrong, but it's like, "No, dear brother, I am not all that I should be, but I am focusing my mind on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking and looking forward to what lies ahead. I strain to reach the end of the race to receive the prize." in which God has called me. This, this, like I'm getting chills right now. I'm tearing up just thinking about this because it's like, this is, this is the whole ball game. This isn't, this, isn't some, this isn't just for an athlete. It's like for your life. I am, I am not all that I should be. It's an acknowledgement that I'm not perfect. It's okay. But I'm, I'm focused on one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. So many people are just caught up and wrapped up in the past in in what's behind them in what's over what's done and it's just like snap out of it you know you don't have time to be worried about what happened 20 years ago 30 years ago 40 years ago five years ago five days ago it's over it's done you move on and i'm not trying to be rude about it i'm not trying to dismiss people's you know grief or pain or whatever but the reality is i can only control the controllable and if i had the power to control the past boy what an awesome power Uh, but I don't have that power and neither do you and neither does your kids. So let them hop in it and find out. All right. Uh, I, um, kind of blazed through these. I I'm sure there's some stuff I left out, but yeah, if you had a great time with this, uh, please like, and subscribe, uh, drop some comments, as I said before and have a great day. Thanks. And I'll see you guys soon.